All right, welcome everyone to an AMA this 23rd of July. Um, so let's start with some positive things. I think the Goblin Cats went off beautifully. Uh, I really, you know, hats off to Caleb. Uh, I mean, I've coordinated a lot of the things, but truly Caleb has been a wizard on execution. I mean, that website was beautiful. Um, you know, the burning and minting went off pretty much without a hitch. There, was a, there were a few metadata updates that didn't quite correlate. We've noted them for the future, but they were easy to manually fix. Uh, and other than kind of the first two hours where some people didn't realize that OpenSea was being OpenSea and buying dead goblins, I really do think it went off beautifully. What do you expect for Goblin Cats? Um, so regarding Goblin Cats and the extracts, we will now be in the next kind of couple of days. Uh, give, give us till Tuesday, Wednesday, friends, if you can. Uh, we will be updating you more on the utility. In other words, this is the beginning of the degen element ending and more along the lines of, well, where is this project going element coming? Uh, so you can expect that. Um, and, um, you know, I, I do want to say this, that even though kind of Goblin Cats is not a full-blown degen play, do consider it, you know, not a Fat Cats kind of play, right? So the Goblin Cats side will be linked more to the Fat Cats ecosystem. The essences will be linked to Caleb's coming projects. But Caleb's coming projects are... Um, hmm. <laughs> they are not... They're not kind of like the utility from fat cats they're not it's not an alpha group and it's not a fund it's going to have its own um, ecosystem building out over there but it's it's not our kind of utility and that's why it's going to be fun to have these two different ways of going because then you can have you know utilities and stuff on those two fronts so i'm going to wait to say more on that but the key point is Number one, the narrative is now going to change. Instead of just being a secret of DJ and play, you've done the sacrifice, and now we're going to start giving out information. Number two, the extracts act as a pass. You will not be burning them. Uh, they will be used continuously for the future chapters coming up over there. And as for the Goblin Cats, number one, they act as, um, they act as an alpha pass over here and to get catnip. I just got confirmation from WAP from Cameron that is the moment we update the metadata, we will be allowed to, you know, we will be able to token gate uh, the Goblin Cats channel and the catnip to those that are just alive goblins. So that is going to work out beautifully. Um, and so, yeah, you know, you will have two different ways this can go. Um, and we will give you more information on that soon. Regarding the junior cats. So... The art will begin, you'll start to see sneak peeks of the arts within, I would say, a week to two weeks tops. Um, for those who don't remember, I'm fronting the payment of that. And so I chose which artists got hired for that, and I will be putting out art styles. But the council will have a say if to approve it or not, because it affects the Fat Cat brand, right? So, uh, but the council is of the understanding that we're going with a much more simplified art style. It's not going to be pixel art, I can tell you that, uh, but it is going to be a simplified art style. Uh, and it won't be something like oddities where, oh my God, where did that come from? That's, that's not the aim. The council will see it first. You all see Sneakworks first. And so there will be time to pivot if it really isn't working out. But we're going with a simplified style uh, because this is an opportunity for us to introduce, again, more IP into our ecosystem. 
And when it comes to derivatives and stuff like that, it really is useful to have something of the cool cats and doodles nature and moonbirds nature where it's easy for kind of people to run with it and adopt it and take it and use it and twist it and, and play games with it, right? So we are going for a simplified style. And as, as I've said, the, the Genesis Fat Cats, when I was building that, I was primarily looking for a style that would have longevity. You know, something that's where we went with kind of like a timeless Disney classic because it would have longevity, would have mass appeal. With the, the juniors, it's now not only about kind of having mass appeal, but also it should be an art style that's easy for people to run with and do derivatives with and play with, right? And so I think that that has been a very good lesson for all of us with things like beans and doodles and cool cats uh, and nouns and stuff like that. So we're trying to get that into our portfolio, right? Because that's the beauty of Fat Cats. We're not trying to claim to be building a mixed media brand. If we ever get to a point of a mixed media brand, it's because, you know, we just got so well known that that, that, that came as an extra. But we're, we're assuming that we're part of that 99% when it comes to becoming a mixed media brand, i.e. it's very difficult to become as well known as Nike and Adidas. That's not, you know, in our planned roadmap. That will be cream if we ever get to that point. So that's what's happening with juniors. When's the mint of juniors? We're not in a rush. It would just be stupid because it would be a missed opportunity, right? We, we don't quite need money right now. It's not like we're desperate for money. Everything we're doing is operating. We, the, the whole juniors is about taking us to the next level, right? Growing our capital reserves, growing our membership base. And so truly, I think the very, very best thing we can be for juniors right now is to not set a mint date, keep building fat cats, build a track record, right? When it comes to financial terms and hedge funds, that's a common thing. You want to see a track record. Hell, when it comes to businesses, you want to see a track record. It's only in NFTs that people are able to sell you an idea without any substance, right? So we're going to continue that best practice. I think we are building a name for ourselves and a track record. We are, we are hardworking. We are consistent. We're always building. And that's the beauty. And then whenever the next upturn comes, our art will be ready. Our contracts will be ready. And we can move quickly to take advantage of, you know, maybe an oasis in the storm, right? You know, right now we're having a pump in crypto. But I'm sure we will get one or two rallies in NFTs, even if we're in an overall bear. And so we will plan for that accordingly. Regarding our floor price and stuff like that, look, let's I think, I think there is some frustration in our community and I want to address it. Number one, I think we were very honest when we said this was a long-term play, right? You are, you know, you're holding this asset. We've been able to create something like Pine Loans so that you can get some of your equity back and stuff like that. And that's going beautifully. A lot of people are rolling their investments. But you cannot expect a capital gains in a market like this, right? It's just not plausible that our floor price is going to pump anytime soon. What is beautiful to see is there are very few on the floor, right? I think there's only something like a hundred and something listed. So whenever market sentiment does pick up for fat cats, it is quite probable that we will pump. And you can all take advantage of that, of either going, you know what, I'm never going to sell my fat cat and diamond it. Or you can play some arbitrage and sell some and buy back later. None of us are judging you. The royalties all go to the Dow and that's a fantastic thing. But ultimately, this is meant to be a long-term play, and I think we're very clear on that. I think where it gets uncomfortable for people is, number one, if they're not getting capital gains, well, then they want to get income. And if they're not getting income, well, then they want to see the Dow kind of doing riskier things or making lots of money. 
This is not the market to do risky things, friends. I think the fact that we're up 18% and aren't burning through money and aren't going bankrupt is a success in this market right now. And, and you know, we are working out some arbitrage plays, but even those arbitrage plays are dangerous. You know, I've I spent the week looking into Moonbirds, for example, and I'm, I think it's a very fragile ecosystem. I, I don't know how to else to kind of present the Kool-Aid to you. I wish, you know, everyone wants a rosy, a rosy synopsis of this market, but this is a very, very dangerous market. And as it stands, the only project that I'm writing a report on that I'm happy enough to do trade sniping for is Mutant Apes, because we own another mutant, so we can all sell it to balance our books if we end up getting stuck, right? Because let's face it, if you do trade sniping and the floor, the market just goes quiet for a while, uh, well, then, you know, you're going to be holding those bags for a little bit longer until the right client comes along, right? Like I always use the analogy with auctions. Why are auctioneers the buyers of 70% plus of mid-tier auctions? Well, the answer is they're willing to pay 100 now in order to put it in their retail store for 150 or 200, right? And they are putting money for time, right? Uh, so, you know, when it comes to um, trade sniping, there is that risk. And that's why I only feel comfortable doing it with Mutant a Yacht Club because uh, if we get hold, left holding the bags, we believe heavily in that system. I'm avoiding um, Kennel Club because they're not used as profile picks, which means they really uh, don't have that same kind of uh, mentality of I want a forever ape or forever mutant. I'm avoiding other side deeds for the DAO because again, there's a lot of speculation over there. Uh, and if you get left holding the bags, it may not be ideal for the DAO. So that's trade sniping and that's what we're writing on. Uh, then we've got something called floor sniping, which I mentioned last week, uh, and volume sniping. Floor sniping means we just keep out collection offers. And those I'm comfortable with Mutant Aves, Doodles, and um, Clonex. I was looking into Moonbirds. I'm not comfortable. There's not enough volume over there. And I still think it's a very young and fragile ecosystem. The problem with floor sniping, and again, you know, it's just the reality, guys. I, I'm not trying to fad this, but it's changed. Trade sniping used to have a lot, sorry, floor sniping used to have a much bigger divide and spread, right? So let's say the floor was 20, maybe people would get offers accepted at 17. The problem is now that OpenSea allows collection offers, that hard work that needed to be done via sniping bots or offer bots and stuff like that can now be done by everyone. And so you can go and look for yourself. You'll see that the spread on the floor of Mutants, Doodles and CloneX is no longer that big. Right. Why that's particularly important is scams are on the up, right? Scams are happening more and more. And because there are now these open, open sea collection offers, the scammers are the ones accepting all the offers, right? A lot of the time. And so we now, you know, we're not scared of getting a, scam, um, a stolen NFT. I, I, you know, my strong libertarian stance on that is that, you know, don't compound suffering with suffering. If the thief has stolen already, it's been stolen. It's cash. No one can take it back on the contracts, right? But it does mean that let's say we, we bought, uh, you know, put out an offer on, on, on Doodles uh, for 10 ETH and the floor is 11 ETH and it got accepted. That's not a very big spread, right? Because that means we can probably make half an ETH over there. But if it's also then flagged as suspicious, we might have to sell out, you know, on, on, on LooksRare and X2Y2 and then probably not be able to get a profit at all. So we will be doing um, offer, um, collection offer sniping, sorry, um, floor sniping, but 
I've got the sense that our floor offers won't be accepted that often because we need to, to do them with enough of a spread, right? If we can't make half an ETH on something, the risk is just not uh, viable for it. Just one thing. Okay. Um, next uh, is volume sniping, right? In other words, when there's a news event to buy into their pump. That I think fits completely for mutant apes, for uh, clone X, for doodles, um, you know, but um, welcome Bella. I was just mentioning to, to the DAO that, you know, with the new OpenSea collection offers, um, we're noticing that the spread has narrowed, right? So if, in other words, if, if, if Bored Ape was at, uh, Mutant Ape was a 20 ETH floor, now, you know, offers commonly will be as high as, you know, up to 19 ETH because that kind of that spread has, has narrowed. So I was saying that the, the floor sniping thing might not work as often as we like because we have to be conservative because if we end up with a stolen one, that may eat up a whole spread. So uh, in short, we are going to go ahead with that strategy. I'm writing a paper on that, but I don't know if it will happen that often. So to summarize again, we have trade sniping potentially on Mutant Ape Yacht Club. We have floor sniping on Mutant Ape Yacht Club, Doodles potentially, and, and Clonex. Again, we have to ratify that still within the council. Uh, and then we have volume sniping. And volume sniping is as is, you know, what we saw as doodles. If, if there's a rumor coming, rumors usually call things to pump, uh, and then we will you know, be able to go into them. Um, so yeah, those are the three kind of strategies we have on the table for this sideways market to, to keep making us uh, money in, with, while being still conservative. And as I said, I know this is frustrating to some of the community, like, well, why aren't we buying into creeps and why aren't we buying into all these other things? The reality is all of you can, right? That throws me over to the next point. We're going to continue to get you the whitelist spots you want. We're going to continue to uh, cultivate researchers and alpha callers and stuff. You should all be investing in those types of things. But we really want, from a brand point of view, to show a consistency with fat cats. And that means both on the upside, but also on the downside. It doesn't serve this DAO well if our, our net worth you know, can go up 20% and also down 40% because we're doing risky plays. It, it just it doesn't serve our long-term mission. We are meant to be that vault, right? We are meant to be uh, that... That, that safety net. This is where you park your profits, right? And I, I, do, I do understand the, the frustration because when we first started, there was, it was a different market. We were able to call things small caps, mid caps, big caps. There was a feeling from this community that although we would have the vault aspect on the big caps, we would be able to you know, have 10x potentials on the mid caps and small caps. This is a different market, friends. People are getting wrecked left, right, and center. Projects that were supposed to easily mint out are, are flailing terribly, right? I, I just, you know, just because people expected things doesn't mean uh, they can come true when it can potentially hurt you. And I, as I say, I'm not the most conservative one on the council. Uh, Escobar and Clever Name will openly tell you they are much more conservative than I, because again, just because a, a idea is out there doesn't mean the DAO has to use it. You, as this community, can use our second pillar, which is the research, the think tank, the business lounge, to make those plays. So in short, Fat Cat's treasury is meant to be here and Vault is meant to be here as a store of wealth for the long term. And that takes me back to the very po point in the intro. Therefore, 
You know, don't expect great things in, in the immediate term from our floor. I think when the market starts to correct, people will recognize us and stuff like that. But don't expect great things from our floor. I, 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 I wouldn't. Uh, and yet I keep consolidating. I keep buying fat cats when I make profits on things because uh, to me, it's a store of wealth. But do not expect in this market great things. And for any of you that were hoping for that, you know, I, I want that disillusion squashed a little bit because I think it's important that our floor holds steady and creep up slowly from time to time and, uh, you know, dollar cost average in and all those good things. Um, yeah. Parker Bella, any thoughts on that? Yeah, to add to that, when we look back, we'll have this quality portfolio that steadily, steadily raises. And, um, you know, things that have happened over the past 15, 18 months is we had a merging market that got a lot of attention and drew a lot of basically a gold rush. And Gary Vee even touched on this. He said, I, you know, I'm sitting back. I'm taking it easy through this early times. You know, he's thinking that a lot of other people are thinking, long term 10 20 years and you know to, to add what gary said he said it's easy you can come out and make a lot of money and a lot of attention early on but you can also wreck yourself bad you know for the long term so you know people that are thinking that long term quality projects it, it's okay to sit back and you know phase through that early stage and, and now i think now we're in that transition time of gold rush to long term not to say while well, this flipping won't come back but, um, you know, that's just sediments I've been hearing and gathering. Yeah, well, 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 I'm still making decent money flipping, right? And I think many of our holders are. But the, yep. the, the question was, is, is that the job of this DAO? And the answer is, I, I don't think so. I think the research and the offer absolutely is, right? We want to extend this, continue building out this network, extending our offerings, getting you all the good stuff, because... To me, as I said from the very start, social capital, especially now when Discord is deserted, look how many active fat cat holders and goblin cat holders are, are in our Discord every day, right? This is a remarkable thing. And I, I both want to pat you all on the back, but also state, I think I know why. And the answer is because you all know if you come and hang out over here, you're going to get good conversation. You're going to get great education. You're probably going to get up to date with the calendars. You're going to see the whitelist opportunities. You're going to get alpha calls, right? It's all here. And so the win-win is we're getting your attention. You're giving us your social capital when most other discords are flailing, dying and boring. And we're going to keep using that to build out this network so that everyone thinks of fat cats when they're giving away stuff, when they're doing stuff and so on. Right. And and so I'm truly not saying that you shouldn't be doing alpha plays, DJ plays, riskier plays. I'm certainly not saying people shouldn't be buying into silks and creeps and, and, and ETH lizards and all these good things. The question is, should we be doing it with the vault of fat cats? Right. And those are two separate questions. And the answer to both of them can be yes and yes. Yes, of course, you should be doing alpha plays. If you're on your feet, if you've got your risk management in place, if you know when to sell, if you know how to take a, a, a stop loss and stuff like that, there are lots of opportunities over here. The volatility is here, too, you know, because when volume is low, you can get stuck in projects. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I still think very highly of Tablelands, but there's no doubt that it's probably going to falter for a while and go sideways because people are hungry for flips, right? This is the same with fat cats. Despite how many of you all believe in fat cats, 
you don't necessarily want to tie up all your money there. I, I can't judge you on that. I, I wouldn't begin dream to judge you on that. I can because Fat Cats is a small part of my portfolio and I'm still able to use the rest of my assets to continue to do other plays. For some of you, that's a similar situation. For others of you, given the fact that you can use the liquidity pool to get funds, makes it for you so like that. Uh, and for others of you, it's like, look, I, I just can't tie up my money in 10 fat cats. I need to sell a few because I want to keep building wealth and then maybe I'll come back and buy some fat cats. Zero judgment from us friends. So in short, we're going to continue to be relatively conservative, become the blue chip NFT brand specialist when it comes to our vault and continue to give you all the alpha, the wider spots and everything else that will allow you to kind of benefit from this entire ecosystem. Right, Parker? I think that's, yeah, I think that's kind of where the council's head is at. Uh, Sorry, what? Yep, yep spot on. Awesome, awesome. Now, regarding how we look at partnerships and stuff, that has also changed drastically, friends, because, you know, when Twitter goes quiet, the question then becomes, how do we continue to build this fat cat brand? So, number one, um, I want to start doing more and more AMAs again. Uh, Fat Cats Cafe has been quite quiet from the Twitter space point of view, and that's mostly because we were interviewing a lot of up-and-coming projects. A lot of those projects are gone, right? And so I'm going to start doing more panels and stuff. I want to touch bases with those who are still building, who are interesting to us, who are thought leaders and things like that. So I'm going to be looking to get a lot more of those people on. Uh, for example, I just reached out yesterday. Um, to the dude who is, who is, who, who has a whole guild for um, other side. And I want to get him on a panel. Let's talk other side. Let's talk what's going to be capable over there, right? I think all these conversations are super interesting to most of you. And so let's keep having those conversations, right? And that's a win-win because then our Twitter space becomes a Twitter version, a public square version of our Discord anyway, right? That gets new people in. And, you know, I think, I think what we have down-packed over here great is I think most people when they join Fat Cat's Discord never feel like a second-class citizen if they don't own a Fat Cat or a Goblin, right? If anything, they see it as like an add-on benefit. They, you know, no one's, there's no shaming over here, right? Uh, so I think that that is beautiful. So we're going to continue that. Secondly, we're going to start creating like a, a number of uh, branding, marketing things that we can use regularly uh, for stuff like, you know, you know, a reminder what Fat Cats is. I think our Raider squad is doing great, but I think the main account should always be dripping out, you know, like uh, informative posts or something uh, or just like kind of what Fat Cats is doing. Uh, on a regular basis. We've got our newsletter, but I think, you know, another once or twice a week, given now that there's not that many whitelist spots we want to give away anymore, I think we can use our Discord, our Twitter like that. We just kind of, you know, aren't you happy you're part of the sanctuary and stuff like that. So um, that's that for the Twitter. Regarding other kinds of partnerships, you know, we were, we were quite focused on getting our images in other collections and games and stuff. It's far less useful these days because, again, those were all focused on hype and that takes, tends to take a lot of time. So when they approach us and we do a partnership, we always ask for it anyway, no problem. But it's not, it's not that interesting. Regarding partnerships with alpha communities and stuff, God, I, I hate to say this, but they are so unorganized, most of them friends. And, you know, we're getting the alpha anyway because 
I and Dr. T and a few others. We're in those alpha communities anyway, so I'm seeing all the calls and then I'm passing on the ones that I think make sense and go and do my own research and stuff like that. So I, you know, th those were all very exciting to me in the past, but as the market goes quieter, um, it's just like, okay, cool, you know, cool. If, 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 if we can do a partnership, great. But I think, I think we must start looking more internally of keeping our fund really clean and growing at a decent rate and protecting our capital, right? No losses. I think uh, we, you know, the counselors mostly are heavily research focused. I love spending my time research, streaming, just sitting in the cafe, showing off with all of you guys. Bella's the same, Parker's the same, MC hops in, a whole bunch of people hop in. So I think if we just keep building this out of here and spreading the word, you know, person to person, word of mouth, bringing in quality people one at a time, I think we're just setting ourselves up in a really good way and then just keep quality messaging on our Twitter. That's how I feel about it. Because, you know, all of these partnership discussions take time. It takes time that I could be spending with all of you doing research, looking into alpha plays, looking into those quality arbitrage plays or lower risk uh, financially, you know, benefit. I mean, I didn't call Catatonic today. I didn't call Token because I could see the writing on the wall. This was, you know, I didn't post them in Dylan's dabblings. I didn't mint them myself because, you know, again, if, if it's not executed perfectly in a market like this, you're in a lot of trouble. That said, we definitely want to keep our ambassadorial squad going because that alleviates uh, a lot of pressure from this council, meaning, you know, we don't have to try and watch everywhere. These people can update us on what's going on over there and then we can do partnerships accordingly. We're also heavily growing our poker. I mean, it's become one of the most exciting ways to remind communities, hey, we're here all the time. Uh, I think we have north of, what, Parker, 400 people playing the poker every week now. It's remarkable. Yes. And so we're going to keep doing that. And, you know, that's not expensive funding for us. I think that's costing us something like $110 a month. And if you know what, if it gets too big, then we move up to the next trunk. I think it's like $200 a month. We don't even pay for prizes anymore. There's so many communities involved. They do all the prizes. So, I mean, honestly, that's the best inter-community thing we could have ever hoped for. Uh, and it's keeping us, you know, in touch with these great communities. So, yeah, you know, I, I, th I think we're in a good place. It's just there's no way to sugarcoat the fact that that you know you can you can try super hard right now, but if no one's here and there's no volume, uh, things are just going to go the way they are. And so I think we're protecting our wealth. We're keeping up with our research. Uh, I, I, I want to give a shout out to Inkrana and Poseidon uh, and Nader, who are always thinking out of the box, uh, looking into things for us. You know, trying to say kind of you know how can we do better over here? But but I think we're doing very well. I really, really do think we're doing very well. I think this is now a, a, a well-coordinating council. We bash heads from time to time, but it's all in the best interest of you. We are, we are always streamlining our best operations, how we handle things, where we go from here. I think we are operating very well. I think communication, we are excellent when it comes to our community. I think you all know what's going on pretty much all of the time. I think that is remarkably hard to do and remarkably rare in this space. You know, you get the newsletter, you're getting these AMAs, you're getting daily talks and, and conversations directly with councillors. I mean, there's, there is almost no divide over here between the governed and the governors. Right. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing and extremely rare in the space. And so all in all, 
it, it, there's no way to sugarcoat that this is a horrible market, and yet Fat Cats remains a wonderful sanctuary uh, and, and really personifies a community that's building together and growing together. Okay, uh, those are my points. Um, I, I want to give another, just a request, if there's any more people hiding over here who want to do research, want to help with alpha calls, uh, want to help us kind of source quality partnerships and collaborations and so on, please, please get involved. Open a ticket, tag me. If you want to become a mentor and help with newbies or uh, gaming or have some ideas, please open a ticket. Let's get you involved. Uh, the Shopify store, we're getting there. We're about to start listing the first set of products, which is our collectibles. It's all taking a little bit of time because we, we're, we're trying to integrate Coinbase. How we're going to price everything is we're going to do uh, USDC uh, as the currency for the Shopify store uh, because we don't want to then start dabbling with PayPal and stuff, which could put us into um, uh, questions with domicile, right? Because PayPal, you have to open specific to a country. So then that gets us into kind of tax domiciles and things like that. Whereas if we do keep it all crypto, it fits with our whole thing. Speaking of which, I'm still working on the trust stuff. It's, it's happening, but it's, um, but yeah, I, you know, because we're not in a major rush, laws haven't changed yet on that. I want to do it properly. I want to see kind of where that's going first. Uh, but we are still leaning towards BVI, British Virgin Islands, uh, although Jersey is making a, a, sorry, Guernsey is making a strong kind of argument in favor there as well. So I will kind of get you all updated on that more as I know more. Um, yeah, yeah, those are my updates. Parker Bella, did you want to add anything? And does anyone have a question? Please raise your hands or tag us in Cafe Voice Text. Good, I'll defer to Bella if she likes to add anything. All right. Okay, no questions. Cool. <laughs> well, that's the beauty, I mean, of us talking all week long, right? Um, <laughs> also, um, if you want to get involved in the Zen Lounge, uh, we've created a new tag over there. Um, and if you want to kind of maybe do meditations or sessions or stuff like that, uh, that would be dope. I think mental health is very important right now and keeping kind of, you know, equanimity, equanimity and balance. Uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I said to Caleb yesterday, you know, go and bury your dead. I'm like, I, I think I'll go bury myself and, and binge watch a TV show or something for a day because um, I'm, you know, I'm exhausted from this week. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, good spirits, and I think we're all good in good spirits, but taking care of yourself is very important in a market like that, like this. Cool. Okay, well, that's everything. Uh, we're going to have Lazy Lions on WGMI in about half an hour if you want to come and join for that. Um, gosh, Parker, that took us a lot of work, eh? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Okay, everyone, I'm going to stop recording. Um, thank you as always. And uh, yeah, we can head on over to the normal voice chat if you just want to come and hang out over there.